1: Friends and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast starring Daggs and Johnny Rage. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is a powerful American pop culture podcast where we talk about America. If you don't like America, you got the wrong damn podcast, you shunned your bitches. Johnny Rage, you are back. Welcome, Johnny Rage. <laughs> I'm just chuckling over your redneck. <laughs> Johnny Rage has been shunned. For his uh, continue. Hold on, hold, on, hold on. All on. right. All right.
0: In um, <laughs> news today. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He has been
1: shunned. He's been told before not to mention Miley Cyrus. What's
0: with all the hate with Lee though? I mean, she's hip. She's hop. She's Billy Bob. What's up with this? Exactly. Thanks. No.
1: <laughs> you had time to just sit back and contemplate, reflect. Do you cast a reflection? By the way. A bit very large reflection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, how do you feel?
0: Your atonement. Are you back? You You know, I felt bad. I I mean, I I listened uh, to the man that took my spot, and I was like uh, weeping. And I'm like, boy, did I screw up? I'll never mention (laughs) ever again. (laughs) Oh boy, price you pay for fame. I mean, you got to stick to the program here, correct? Yes, powerful program. Please stick to it. So you know, it's Lent in the Catholic faith. They say that you have to. I think it's a Catholic um, custom to give something up, but you can also add something
1: too. Is it Lent or borrowed? Because I never know if you're supposed to say, I lent you something or I borrowed you something.
0: (laughs) You're a funny little man. Anyway, so Lent, the Catholic custom is to to give something up for the 40 days before Easter. Or you can add something. They're really pushing people to add something. I like that version of it. I added a couple inches to my waistline. So. (laughs) I give up rutabegas every year. Oh, that's a great. Horrible. Oh, I love rutabegas. It's just hard. What's with the bunny thing? Where does that come from in colored eggs? How do we get carried away from? Stuff like that. It's fertility. It's spring. Rabbits. Gosh, you you have that wisdom. I yes. knew you'd have the yes. answer. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite color Easter egg?
1: Ah, uh, good question. I like the you know, in the Eastern uh Eastern European countries, like going further, I think even into the Ukraine where they decorate with the wax. This is American pop culture. We no, don't I'm care just what I'm just today. telling you, you the will history. Be banned.
0: You will be banned. This is history. We want to know about right here in America. I don't care what they do in Eastern Pause. Oh. Yeah, Alex. pause. Yes. I will go with purple. Purple. Purple eggs. Purple, purple eggs. You ever try to do the the dual color? You go half purple, half yellow, but it never works because it bleeds out over each other. It turns into some weird,
1: weird thing. Yeah, but remember the pause? They have the cool, what do you put the vinegar in there? And then you put the
0: powerful tablet yeah, in so there? Yeah, there's one little tablet. And you're like, how is this thing going to... Whoa, look at that. And it... uh it's so concentrated this little pill and pause that's that's kind of iconic I mean everybody knows what pause is right different from little house in the prairie paw this is pause right where does it where's that name stem from Almighty Dave we'll have to look into it I thought you knew everything I do know everything I can't do you if I answer every question <laughs> This show is about wonderment. Okay. I want people to wonder. To reflect like I did all last week because of my Miley Cyrus outcast.
1: Yes, and then the the week after that, we got hit by that EMP, powerful electromagnetic pulse that took out everything.
0: Right. So we talk about um, some of the latest and greatest things that have happened. Um, Tom Brady made the news. Super Bowl, Sunday, New England Patriots, meh. Didn't want them to win, but they did. But what was the... Let's talk about that. We didn't talk about this. Tom Brady's jersey was stolen. You would have thought the United States of America started war against Iraq or something. This made headlines. Is this newsworthy? They're patriots, yes. Why is this newsworthy? Because they took his jersey. What's the the thought process behind this?
1: They think it was worth up to $500,000? That's the the
0: term I heard. the, The amount... I, I don't follow that logic. I'm a collector. I collect stuff. Tom Brady's jersey, unless it, I don't know. I don't know where they come up with that number, but it was a mystery that just kept perpetuating itself. It was over and over in the news. It was just, it just, it got annoying. Arguably the best quarterback ever. Um Yeah. The, the, so his, his
1: jersey, I mean, you're a collector. You know, jerseys are huge. Collecting is
0: huge. I mean. Who wouldn't want that on their man cave wall hanging up? Right, but when you look at winning the Super Bowl, what's the first thing these guys do, the actual winners, the team? They always print up the t shirts, they take their shirts off, they throw them into a bag or on the ground, put these Super Bowl champion t shirts on, and uh, somebody walked away with Tom Brady's jersey, uh, obviously. But they finally figured out who it was. Mystery solved. Kind of like, but why aren't we wasting our time finding out more about the Bermuda Triangle? Let's solve that mystery. We don't care about Tom Brady's jersey. How come no one talks about the Bermuda Triangle anymore? We should. I mean, yeah. Powerful mystery. Well, the reason we don't is because we have instant communication and that's old news. We want new news. We want to talk about Tom Brady's jersey. People are dying. When they fly over the Bermuda Triangle, but it's more important as Tom Brady's jersey. Leonard Nimoy, In Search Of. What a powerful TV show. Oh, my show. goodness. Well, you're reaching way back. Was that,
1: uh, was that 80s? Or was that 70s? Oh, my God. 70s. It, powerful show. That was good. Didn't it freak you out? Yeah, it did. As a kid, I was freaked out Theory easily. and conjecture. I don't even know what conjecture meant, but that's what they did. They talked about conjecture.
0: Yeah. about Unsolved Mysteries, too? Oh, Robert Stack. Robert Stack. Well, you yes, do have that sharp pow- memory.
1: Powerful. I mean, p- mystery, that's people, we wonder about things. That's what's so powerful about this podcast, we wonder. Right. And I always wonder about people that don't wonder. Yeah. You ever notice that? Like, why is this? I don't know. I, don't, I just don't think about that. I don't know. I, I need to wonder about things. Do you, people- ever, do you ever wonder about Wonder Bread? Oh, yes.
0: Like the are those balloons on the package or why do we are they just colors? What a what a name for bread! I mean, they must have been in a room. And what do we call this stuff? I wonder what we call this stuff. How about wonder? That's brilliant. Yes. But it, the bread was devoid of any fiber. It's, and it's amazing. It's like a cotton. If, 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 if there was going to be a candy in the world of bread, it would be Wonder Bread. Oh, my God. I think that's
1: got to be the, the most unhealthy bread ever. It's just is, like, it, is it it's still just made? Co- I know. It's like candy. Well, Hostess created the Wonder Bread. was it Hostess? I'm pretty sure it was Hostess. Oh, wow. And they went out of business and then got, got uh, bought out. But I don't like when companies buy a company and they just keep the name, but it's nothing to do with the company. It's just the name. Right. So then you think, you know, it's the original, but it's not. It, it's just like sports, too. You talk about sports. Isn't that weird? Like, I bleed purple. I'm a Vikings fan. And all it is is the name. There's nothing else left of it. It's not players from, from even here. Uh, once in a while, you know, they'll pick someone up. But it's just a name It's just a name of the tradition.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think as I look. The Minnesota Vikings, hugely popular in this neck of the woods. Oh, I wonder why. I'm trying to think what the Minnesota homegrown Minnesotan would have even played. And none come to mind right now, but I could be wrong. Um, Now, there are people who played for the University of Minnesota who have played for the Minnesota Vikings, but that doesn't count because they weren't originally from Minnesota. The Barbers? They were not from Minnesota. Correct. Yeah. Um, the one gentleman that comes to mind would be the great surgeon. Well, his dad was a surgeon at the University of Minnesota. Eilers. No, not Eilers. Eilers was from here and played for the Vikings. Was he? Okay. Correct. Boy, you, you know everything. You really do. There's another one who played. Do you remember the strike year? The Minnesota Vikings in the NFL struck, and they had like seven games. Yes. There was one guy from Minnesota. He was a linebacker. He played for the Gophers, homegrown, bred here in Minnesota. His father, Nagurski, uh, no, not Nagursky, I'm sorry. His father was a renowned surgeon at the University of Minnesota. And his son went to the University of Minnesota. He was a Minnesotan, I guess, and I can't even remember what his name is. And are uh, you not going to help me on this. You're just going to let me die here, aren't you?
1: You know, if I answered every question, mm-hmm. what, what fun would that be?
0: So let's let people think about. that. Yes, and think then they they can call need, in or they we can, need to
1: think. Yeah, we need a call in though. Okay, we need more technology here on this
0: Amish powerful Amish barn. So I wish I knew what his name was though. That'll while you talk among, when people talk, I'm going to try to figure out that name. Anyway, yeah, we have the Minnesota Vikings, and uh, we were talking about locally Br- Wonder Brad and Wonderment that we bring in the podcast and. And I wonder about a lot of different things. And I one thing that I really, can I, can I change the story now? Let's... Who wrote the book of love? Do you ever wonder about that? ABC did. It's look, it's look, the look of love. It's look, look, look.
1: Powerful band, powerful 80s band, ABC. Mm-hmm. I recommend you guys uh, enjoy some of that. The Look of Love. Very good.
0: P yep. Near Me. Mm-hmm. No, it's be near me. I used to always say,
1: P near me.
0: Oh, you're a clever little fella, aren't you? And we talk uh, about how many times people screw up on lyrics. I think I brought this up before, but it's well worth repeating. The go-go's our lips are sealed. My sister-in-law would always say, honest Lucille. Everyone down Do you have any of those epic fails when it comes to lyrics that you thought was something and you realized it wasn't? Or you just know everything, you probably wouldn't do that, would you?
1: I'm not a lyrics guy, I'm more about the beat and the music, so the lyrics never
0: uh, interested me that much. Yeah, that's a great point. I'm the same way. I don't know a lot of words, but the... the, Yes, we know that. (laughs) A lot of words and lyrics to music songs. I ain't done your book learning. (laughs) I like this redneck character we brought in here today. We should give him a name, you know. You don't need no damn name. That's one of our fans telling us the name. I'm going to get to that because they, somebody had just told us what the name of that Minnesota Viking football player I was after, his name. Johnny Rage has been
1: told to turn off his damn uh,
0: devices. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a simple man. Left to my own devices. Um, Pet Shop Boys. Thank you. Boy, you're good. You're quick, witty, fast. So what's going on in Wonderment, Degs?
1: Well, we've been enjoying a lot of movie trailers. This is a powerful pop culture podcast. And- we all love movies. We should probably talk about some of the movies that we have enjoyed. The trailers, upcoming trailers, probably, let me see here on the powerful list here,
0: the Justice League trailer. Mm-hmm. No, we both watched that. Mm-hmm. Looked horrible. Did you, let's go back, let's step back. Did you see Batman versus Superman? I did not see that. Okay. There, because it was, seemed
1: too dark, it seemed like he had this Iron Man suit, I don't know, now it's like, it's like when you see that movie, Like there's nothing about it that interests me to see it. Like, I saw the trailers that, you know, they made uh, Superman a bad guy and Batman was going to fight him. So you did see
0: the movie. I did. However, Superman was perceived to be a bad guy, but he wasn't actually a bad guy. But the, kind of like the press kind of depicts certain politicians as bad and evil. Fake news. That's what they did to kind of the Superman. Um And Batman was out to get him. I I didn't know where that hatred for one another. I thought they were brothers in justice together. And now the Justice League brings them all together. But there's still a little bitterness if you look at the trailer working with each other. But it's Ben Affleck as Batman. Do you like his version of Batman, Ben? I didn't see it, so I don't know. No, but you saw the trailers and stuff. How do you like, and just, you know, Ben Affleck, do you like him as a, do you like him as an actor? Let me ask you that. I enjoyed Reindeer Games. Okay.
1: <laughs> do you remember Reindeer Games? Did you see that? I like his, you know, the town and I do like, I like Ben Affleck when he, when he's like in uh, Mallrats, mm-hmm. when he's, his character, like a New Jersey kind of tough guy, Okay. but I, I don't think he can stretch into other characters. I, he's to me, he's not believable in other
0: characters. Okay, so you would not like him as Bat. You don't like him as Batman. The little bit I saw, no. Okay. See, you know, I actually went in there. I'm not a huge Ben Affleck guy, and I thought this is what's going to ruin the movie for me is Ben Affleck playing Batman. I actually thought he did a better job than what I thought. I think he does a pretty good job with that. But um, now he's entering into the mix with the whole Justice League. They're going to come together and, of course, fight all as one. Um, I don't I- think... What I don't like when they have to change things
1: like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman looks like Xena Warrior Princess now. You know, she has the leather and the brown and the sword. That to me that's not Wonder Woman. You
0: want the old Linda Carter outfit. Oh is there a more beautiful woman than no. Linda Carter? No, I wonder what she looks like today. Oh,
1: who cares? The powerful hips she had. Yeah. Powerful woman. Yeah, I liked how she just spun, too. Yes. That how- <laughs> yes. She spun and turned around. Well, Superman went into a damn phone booth. Yeah, so does
0: Deadpool, too. <laughs> and that trailer is just a pretty good trailer. Yeah, we can talk about that in a minute. That's good, too.
1: <laughs> but she, they had to change Wonder Woman. To me, Wonder Woman is um, all about America, red, white, and blue. Absolutely.
0: Like Captain America.
1: Yeah, it's all about America. This powerful podcast is an American pop culture podcast. So they have that, they have Cyborg, which looks like some horrible CGI. Right. I mean, I saw it on some um, 4K things, so it makes it even worse because you see you really see the difference between the the actual footage and the computer generated images. Mhm. Aquaman. Yeah. And of course Aquaman, they turned him into uh you know, the dude from uh, Game of Thrones, it's the same actor, but They make him look all primal. And I don't know if they're trying to get him to look like Neptune or Poseidon or water god. But to me, and I'm sure you, Aquaman is the dude with blonde hair. He's happy. He rides the killer whales. Oh, we don't call them killer
0: whales anymore. We call them orcas. So he rides the killer whales. He's happy. He talks to the fish. Well, we all grew up on that cartoon after school. We came home to what the Justice League or Saturday morning. That's how it should be. They're all – they have the, the standard-issued uh, – um, co- um, they're wearing their, their costumes. It's Yes, it's, their uniforms, their and costumes. We, yeah, and we've always said, though, you were a big uh, defender of Aquaman. I said, why do we ever need Aquaman? He didn't have – like Frank Caliendo would always say, he doesn't really offer much to the but game. But if we had Aquaman, we could
1: make some – not every character has to be dark. They they had to make everything – the. The Dark Knight and Superman but has to be But how often dark. are we
0: traveling the world, the ocean, and saying we need to go protect our oceans? I mean, we just don't need aqua. It's always in downtown. Our Gotham. friends.
1: Our friends in the ocean. The whales? Bring the, the- yeah, the sperm whales and the blue whales, the baleen, powerful sea creatures. Okay. Squid, the giant squid, the octopi. We love them all, our friends in the ocean. Right, but... Th- so. So, Aquaman, they have to make him into some, you know, dark, twisted, you know, sexy character, which is fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I prefer the old Justice League. Now, you remember the Justice League fought the Legion of Doom? Mm-hmm. It was like that cool. It was under a swamp. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And it was like a kind of like Darth Vader's helmet skull would just float up and Solomon Grundy, powerful villains. Meanwhile,
0: back at headquarters. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was. That's like- what. See, maybe I should do that. I think you should. Yes. You, well, you wanted to do a Godzilla movie yes. first. Yes. You're gonna do that. And then you'll do a Justice League movie. Yeah, I don't all this CGI dark
1: crap. They have the Legion of Doom and they have the Justice League. And I want them back as the original characters. Have you ever watched any animated comic book films? Do you remember Batman the Animated series? Correct. So they had, that was in the early 90s, basically. Yes. But basically, the animated films are exactly like the comic books. They look exactly the same. But in movies, for some reason, they feel like they have to change the uniforms,
0: change the costumes. Well, they, the reason they do that is they're going, they're trying to make them, I don't know, sexier, more they attractive. Don't, they don't need to do anything. Because the era, the era of you and I growing up on the cartoons and the comic books... There, it's it's they have to grow a new audience. Disagree, disagree. That if you look at it, it's all the old people
1: watching these movies anyway. Right, but they know. so the, the young but, the young kids don't know anything to base it on. They don't. You don't need to sex it up or anything. But here's it's a the comic duogo. book. Here's it, a comic book. So the animated films are exactly the same, and people love them. Keep it the same. You don't need to
0: change it. Here's a great statistic. I'd like to know what is comic book readership even at today. Very very little. And if you don't. Look for a future generation. The Justice League, Batman, Robin, Superman, Spider-Man, all that stuff will be forgotten about. Never. Oh, yeah.
1: Never. It's great on its own. So I want a movie exactly like,
0: do you remember Dick Tracy? Yes. Dick Tracy kept it exactly the same. Do you like Madonna and the guy who screwed up the Emmy Awards? Um, What's his name? Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Thank you. Do you remember the
1: kid from here He's from the Twin Cities? Which one? Was his, was his name like Charlie Sudsmo or something? Do you remember the little kid in there in Dick Tracy? I remember, but I don't remember the name. You know me. Come on.
0: Aspartame. So
1: I want a movie where it just keep the costumes the same. They always have to change everything. Like the Green Goblin and Spider-Man. They had Willem Dafoe, great actor, perfect. When you think of Norman Osborn, the Green uh, Goblin, you think of him. But they change and they put him in some stupid robot costume. The other thing I hate, too, is the villains. They always have to make these generic supervillains now. They're always some, some cheesy aliens or some uh, armored-up robots. You know, there's no character to it. Like Lex Luthor, powerful character, have some villains that have some depth to them. Like the Avengers, they always fight some weird snake thing that flies through the sky. There's no, there's no character to the villains. So the villains should be as much Character, the protagonist as the antagonist, it should be, you know, it should match up well. Not just generic things where they just keep shooting them and they disappear. And yeah, but you know, they're going after attention span. They don't exist anymore. you Yes, you- they do. There's great films that people watch. You look at television, like Game of Thrones. Can you think of a more popular TV show right now? Popular. People are, are waiting for the trailer. I didn't even watch the trailer that's coming out because I don't want it to ruin anything. Wow. The problem with trailers now is they pretty much show the whole movie. They show way too much. They either have a teaser trailer that doesn't show anything. Right.
0: I'm, or, sure I'm thinking about that because sometimes you're looking at a trailer and then you go to a movie, you're like, that wasn't even in it. So they have a trailer for it. Well the and movie, that's which that's exist.
1: another thing too, that a lot of times a trailer they'll 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 put it they can put it together any way they want, the flow of it to make it seem like that really happened in the movie. Mm-hmm. They can make movies that are not even that funny. They try to make them funnier. They'll use up the little bits in there for the trailer. So a trailer can be completely different from the movie. But my point is on uh, Game of Thrones, great show, great cinematography. The CGI is...
0: What is it about that? Now, I'm not a game... I don't have HBO for one thing. Okay. And my sister talks about it. You talk about it. In a nutshell, with all the choices we have out there today to watch, what is it about game of thrones do you think that's pulling people in
1: it's very it's very primal it's very basic it's it talks about good and evil but this there's a lot of you know overlay choices there's families it's always about it's these different families it's just the interaction so it's it's there's action but it's also drama and the way it's filmed is there's not a lot of like like i said the cgi is not flashy and like oh there's that it's it's all blended into the shots they're really nice the cinematography is great the acting is phenomenal well i mean the bad guys in there you hate these guys i mean that's to me what a good actor is when you're like god that guy's just horrible. he's just some guy reading lines but he becomes that evil character so a game of thrones you have to watch it and you have to keep watching and building it it is, it talk about attention span you have to watch it and that's why i like it and it builds on it it's like you know, uh, any of the other really good series. So how many
0: before? So you're hooked, I would guess, from what you're telling me. Yes. How many did it take? One, two? Or did you have to work at it to get hooked or what? I started watching it, and I kind of got into
1: it right away. Right away? away and it, okay. And there's other ones, like on, on Netflix, I'll watch, like Power Man. You know, uh, what's, his, what's the other name? Power Luke Cage. Man. Luke Cage, Power Man. Yeah.
0: I tried it. I didn't. It didn't do it for me. So you know what did it for me is American Horror Story. I fell for that one immediately, and it's amazing. We were talking about when you go on a binge on Netflix, you're like, oh, just one more, and then you look at the clock. It's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You're like, oh, my gosh, I've been watching like six episodes. American Horror Story, I immersed myself into that, and um, I don't know. There's been nothing else that I can compare it to, but I have not seen Game Game of Thrones. I should try to watch a little bit of that because, I mean, it is extremely popular. Yeah, I think it's not
1: everyone's show. I mean not everyone likes it, but it's it's got violence and so if you're not into the sex and violence and some people Well, you just described about ninety five percent of every program or
0: movie. Yeah, but of-
1: I've I've actually talked to people that are like, I I this is this is a little too violent, I can't I mean it's got it's very graphic that there's incest, there's a lot of themes that some people can't handle. But it, it's kind of if you like Lord of the Rings, it's kind of like a R, hard R rated version of Lord of the Rings. If you like the sword and sorcery dragons, but even that it's not overdone. It's not like some you know some fantasy sci fi crap. There's actually real good acting in there, and it's not all about you know dragons flying around.
0: No, have you ever watched uh, Vikings at all? Another good show, yeah. Okay, is it similar to that? The Vikings definitely is
1: trying to. Be more like yes, that? Okay. exactly.
0: But the Vikings don't have the sorcery or anything like that. There's no magic stuff. It's just basic- Yeah, but
1: even, even, even uh, Game of Thrones is not a lot of sorcery magic. I mean, it's in there, at the themes, but it's not... It's like the Vikings. I mean, it's a lot of just... Bas- it's like fighting swords, but there's sorcery too. Right. But it's not like over the top. Yeah.
0: See, in past Converse, I like movies that actually put me into a setting. When you start throwing in stuff like sorcery, you lose me because it's like, oh, this is just too much. This isn't real life. I like the real life movie. Sure. When you, for, uh, we're going to talk about a Hacksaw Ridge, for instance. True movie. When you were in that, you could step into that movie and say, wow, this is pretty impactful. But Sure. But as far as Game of Thrones, the sword and sorcery, it's not...
1: Too much over the top. There's that term suspension of disbelief. Suspend your disbelief. Like, you know, when you watch a movie, you're like, oh, that could never happen. A really good movie, you suspend your disbelief. You just go with it. It's right. like a comic book movie, you know. Right. But going back to the comic book movies, if comic book movies were done by really good directors and really good acting, then then I think it'd be way better. Because if you look at Game of Thrones, I mean, it's, it's superheroes. You know, you have powerful knights and. And, and zombies, and they have ice zombies, and they have dragons. I mean, that's superheroes more or less, and, but they do it well. It's not – I don't know. These comic book movies, and I understand, you know, you have to figure out what your audience is. You know, they have the little kids. Comic books used to be for kids, and then these kids grew up, and they kept changing them. But I, I would just like to see – like, did you see The Watchmen? No, I have not. No, The Watchmen was a comic book movie that was more adult, and I like that. Okay, It wasn't – I think you can do both, but if it all gets down to the Almighty Buck and they got to crank out movies and and I was talking to people they said they got movies like the Transformers they make them so generic that they can make all their money overseas, they don't even need to worry about dialogue, they'll just dub it in and it's just robots smashing into each other
0: yeah I, you know i I never got it you have a your your the comic thing is kind of your thing i never fell into it. I mean, I watched Spider-Man after school. I watched the Saturday morning cartoons of the Justice League. but And I have seen some of the Batman uh, franchise. Of course, I saw Batman versus Superman. I will see the Justice League. I saw Lego Batman. Man, I've seen more of this stuff than I realize. But I never fell in love with it. I don't have the history of reading the comic books as a kid like I think you probably did. So, I could take or leave the comic book thing if there was no... Hold on to that
1: powerful thought and we'll be right back.
0: The ultimate unification of pop culture and comedy. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast.
1: All right, kids, we're back. And before we went to the powerful break, Johnny Rage, you were talking about comic book movies.
0: Correct. I just wasn't the kid that was into the comic books, but I do remember when being younger and you would buy a comic book, I'd never read it, but it was I always bought two comic books in the in between it was a Playboy magazine and you'd see if it would fly with the attendant when he would uh cause he had to be 18 to buy that stuff. So he kind of had it just inserted in the two comic books, like, oh Iron Man, Batman, Playboy, huh? And then you'd look at you and you're like, oh gosh, is he gonna let me get this one or not? And uh they d- usually did. But to me it was nothing more than just to hide the the Playboy magazine as you, as you walked out of it. Remember back then you had to get at the convenience store, you know? So, but anyway, I was not big into the comic book thing. So
1: I want to talk a little bit about this show, how you can help us out. We do have a Patreon page, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon page, what it is, it's a, it's a page where you can help us support this show. Now, we're working on this old computer I got off of Craigslist. I'm slowly upgrading. We're getting, uh, we got a couple of better microphones, but we would like to increase the gear in this powerful barn. And one way you could show your support is become a member of the Flock of Amish on Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com and you can donate anything, you can donate a dollar a month, $50 a month, $100 a month. You could donate five hundred dollars one month and just cancel it it's a great way to support our show and help us out we can get uh some better gear i'd like to you know be able to take phone calls eventually that kind of stuff so if we could please go to patreon.com we would love it also uh make sure you subscribe to our powerful podcast on itunes go to itunes please subscribe also leave a review five star reviews are the best We highly recommend them. Also, we're available on Stitcher Radio, the Stitcher Radio app. Available on all your phones, all your tablets, all your devices, stitcher.com. Also, please follow us on all social media. Instagram, Amish Baby Machine at Instagram. We have the powerful, funny photos. The website is amishbabymachine.com. If you want to talk to us almost in real time or pretty much real time is... At Amish B machine on Twitter. You should follow us on Twitter. So, Johnny Rage, we have been talking about movies. This, basically, this whole podcast, I think we should just keep
0: going. Just I just want to make Because a pe- comment about people real, love movies. Real time versus fake time. What would fake time be? We talk, people can talk to us in real time versus fake is always in the news. So, I just thought that was supposed to be kind of funny. <laughs> Laugh. <laughs> Any womble bongle. Ask away. What were you going to say?
1: No, I just want to you know, keep going about movies. We got movies. Yeah, I love
0: movies. Um, you know, when it comes to, like I said, I wasn't a big fan of the comic book thing when I was younger, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't go see a movie that I felt looked good. When you're at a movie theater getting ready to watch the movie that you purchased the ticket for, the previews are phenomenal. And you go, oh, I, love, I can't wait to see that one. I don't care if it's a comic book or not. If it looks like it's something that will entertain me, I'm in, but I'm well, not- you know, it's funny
1: about comic books, you know, they have, they call them comic books, graphic novels, which are books, you know, are illustrated. A lot of movies you might not even know about were actually comic books or graphic novels, like, uh, you know, really big dramas I'm trying to think of a good one now, but a lot of, a lot of comic books are actually, actually have become movies, but they're just straight dramas. And you, you know, you, you think of, you, you think of comic books as, you know, costume characters, but a lot of actual comic books are just straight action and drama. Well, there's
0: the one now that the millennials are all over. It's uh, Riverdale. That uh, is supposed to be based off Archie and, and uh, comics, and that's nothing even remotely similar to that. So I love, the only comics I really read was Bazooka Joe. I used to love those little, you'd get your gum, it was wrapped up. So basically that's where you get all your comedy from, right? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Your corny ass jokes. Uh, yeah, that was, that was good, Bazooka Joe. Some of them were absolutely, you'd read it and go, what? I just don't get it. I think it was just boredom for that company sometimes to write some of the stuff they did. But movies inspire. I love going to the movie house and grabbing my popcorn. And I had a chance to really do some uh, binging. And we have to talk about, we go from. I think
1: you need to do more purging, though, when I look at you. You've done a lot of binging. You need to purge. And so just I saying. saw. I saw. <laughs> you just say, and so I saw. And so, and
0: so. Um, you know, we have the ability to purge you from this program. I'll get, uh, what's his name? He and I are going to do one next. Who's your foodie guy? Foodie Moody Bluey, whatever his name is. Jump in at any time. Well, maybe if you pay attention to the show, you would know. Foodie man. Anyway, anyway, Hacksaw Ridge. You saw it. I saw it. Not brand new in the movie theater, but pretty. Up for
1: Academy Awards.
0: So that's big film. Yeah,
1: it didn't win anything, unfortunately. But well, in today's culture, with you know,
0: the la la lands, and yeah, I mean, la, forget about it. you know, yeah. it wasn't gonna win anything. Yeah. Um, one character in there that uh, I didn't know if it would work or not is um, who's a tall black haired guy <laughs> <laughs> calling for help? Calling for help. Vince Vaughn. Thank you very much. Just simple names I forget. I apologize. Vince Vaughn, I didn't see him in this role, and I thought, if, if, this, if anything's going to ruin the movie, it'll be Vince Vaughn. I thought he nailed it, though. I thought he did a great job um, with, the, uh, with his role. And the, the actor who played the Seventh-day Adventist was also the guy who played in the movie I couldn't stand, I fell asleep. Silence. Remember we were reviewing that movie not that long ago? The dad you're talking about? No, the kid who is um played the actual medic in Hacksaw Ridge. He was also the priest in the movie Silence that I reviewed back, if you remember, two or three months ago, which I fell asleep. I fell asleep during two movies in my lifetime Chariots of Fire. In silence. Well, he was the priest in silence, and he was the medic in Hacksaw Ridge. Let me ask you this.
1: Have you ever walked out on a movie? Gone to the movie theater, sat down, you know, got your treats, watched the movie, and after a while, like, yeah, we're out of here.
0: Does kicked out for not paying for it count? Or no, that would be a little bit different. No. no. And
1: seriously, though, we need to be serious on the Powerful Podcast. <laughs> Have you ever gone to a movie and just walked out?
0: Um, I don't think so because I think you relegate your. You're kind of in it. Um, you go. I came close to Re- *Revenant* with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I thought that was such a slow burn, stealing your term, but it did have moments. Then when the bear enters and it it got better. But no, I never have walked out of a movie. Uh, why do always bears always got that? Uh. I love that half Kermit the voice, Kermit the frog voice, half bare voice that you do. But if you do that, uh, I mean, every that's everything.
1: I come the frog. We should do a... Yoda, mm, everything sh- is Should there. we do a
0: whole podcast in the voice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you <laughs> your
1: Your vocal cords will be shot by the end. Yeah. But what's cool about uh, Hugo Weaving was in there. The dad. Mr. Anderson from The Matrix.
0: That's cool. He was in there. He was the dad. It's amazing they can piece that stuff together. He's Brilliant. like He's a good actor. I mean, he's creepy. I prefer to call him actor. Yeah, he's actor. a good
1: he's a good actor. Yes, like as his dad. I mean, he was. Yeah, he's he was- he's cool. I like him. He every movie he's in he's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So, did you like the flick? Is well, talk cool? about it. We can talk okay. talk about it. Well, Your thoughts? again, what I like about those movies, I I love to. Understand when you go to the movie that it was a true story or based on true events. Well, I
1: I looked into it, it was actually as true as they could get. Mm -hmm. It's literally pretty much 99% true, which
0: is very unusual because usually it's based on true events. So that means, well, my whole
1: point like the comic book thing, they always need to change everything. This Mm -hmm.
0: one was pretty damn close. Isn't it amazing how it took us this long for that movie to come out? I mean. This, the premise is the kid is a Seventh-day Adventist, and when he signs up to go into the Army, they told him, hey, you don't, he didn't want to uh, shoot a gun. And they told him, don't worry about it. Well, as soon as he enters into boot camp, they had a different story. Like, if you don't shoot a gun, you're out of here with a, um, um, a dishonorable discharge. And he actually takes beatings from his fellow company because when he's in boot camp, because of his shenanigans, the whole company is paying a price for it. They have to run more. They have to They get uh, a duty where they have to, g- to clean the toilets. And, and so, obviously, they're venting out on the Seventh-day Adventist. But he sticks to his guns and his grounds, and he says, no. This Pun is- intended? Yes. And he goes in front of a, a court, and, and he says, basically, hey, I, I, I don't believe in taking and uh, shooting anybody, but that doesn't mean that I'm a coward and I don't want to help. I can help rebuild people. Uh, when this world needs more of that than more shooting, kind of a touching little way, touching little uh, um, verse or line in the movie. And finally, his father, who you're talking. Well, about, let's not give away too much of the movie. We
1: both saw. Well, I'm setting it up though. I'm yeah, but I, don't, I a lot of this we'll talk in more general terms because I don't want to go you know bit by bit. There's there's scenes in the movie that are kind of cool, mm-hmm. but it's Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. He, He's very religious, so there's a lot of themes in there. There's the Cain and Abel theme. Uh-huh. It's, it's cool. One thing about Mel Gibson, which is weird, he's, he's into the, the gore and the blood. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, it's definitely every one of his movies is very graphic. And yeah. I, I, I know we're talking about war. It's a very graphic thing. Uh-huh. But everything, there's a car accident involved. It's very graphic. Passion of the Christ, very graphic. Uh-huh. So that's one thing in a Mel Gibson movie, Braveheart. Uh-huh. But it's cool because he always has really good cinematography in his movies, and they're they're why I like it is they're throwbacks. It's good and evil. It's it. There's not a lot of gray in there,
0: and which is cool. What do you think about Mel Gibson? I was watching him at the Academy Awards, and he has this full beard. What What do you think about guys that have to go to that beard thing?
1: I don't like the beard thing. I don't either, especially it's, when they let it go gray. Yeah, the the um, David Letterman did it. The the dude, I, everyone like. They feel like when they – it's always when something happens, too, like if they're on a hiatus or they go off a show or they have to grow the beard. And when you get older, you get that nasty gray beard. Right.
0: And they, they grow it on Letterman. Kept it. I'm like, God. I, mean, I can see maybe a goatee, but David Letterman right now, you bring him – it looks absolutely horrendous. And there's nothing good about – a beard traps food, it's dirty, it gets gray, it makes you look old, you're hiding from something when you have a beard on. I don't get well, the beard.
1: Well, well, one thing, a beard is, cleaned up beard
0: is nice, but when you do that shaggy, you know, the castaway beard. Yeah, I don't even like a beard at all. To me, when you have, when you see a guy in a beard, or a woman in a beard, for that matter, they're hiding something. Never trust a person in a beard. By the way, you've got a nice thick beard there, Dags. Powerful. <laughs> Powerful. And, you know, it shows the gray... It looks uh, disheveled, and Mel Gibson, buddy, I love your movies, but let's get rid of the beard, okay? But, but getting back to Hacksaw Ridge, great movie. I thought, okay, he's going to kind of try to replicate Saving Private Ryan. He's going to have a difficult time doing that. I liked Hacksaw Ridge more so than Saving Private Ryan, but I don't think it was a marathon like Saving Private Ryan was either. It was you a
1: liked hacksaw ridge better than I wow did. i did and why is
0: that um the storyline is very addicting from the beginning about a guy number one it's true true story true story um about a guy who stuck to his morals and principles which in this day and age is very difficult to find he did he weathered the storm um how, the, many, how many more cliches can you get in there? They, the, the battle scenes were far more, and you don't think they could be, far more gruesome than Saving Private Ryan. Um, What's weird is it's true. Like, I even saw a picture of the
1: real cliff they had to go up. Mm-hmm. Isn't it amazing? Like, the gates of hell? You have to climb this. Mm-hmm. After this epic climb, then you're... Now, I'm assuming that was filmed on location, correct? It had to have been. I don't know exactly where they filmed it. It okay. was Okinawa, obviously. Yeah. The battles in the South Pacific. But it it's crazy because of the battleships softened everything up. Or, allegedly. Yeah. But or they not, really not did. allegedly. I mean they they thought they softened it up. That's why I said allegedly. Well that wouldn't be allegedly. It'd be what a, would it be? I know everything. Go ahead. All right. Allegedly. So 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 the battleships softened everything up, but the Japanese were underground in tunnels
0: now if the battleships soften everything up have they been bombarding your your gut in the last year (laughs) look at those (laughs) those powerful guns oh you know it's just pure comet genius over here (laughs) yeah on this Uh, side uh, okay so anyway i'm sorry so the
1: the japanese were in the tunnels and they came up after the barrages of the artillery fire from the ships Mm mm-hmm yeah it was
0: hell i mean the the battles were i mean the ranges they were at Mm -hmm. oh yeah a lot of they showed a lot of man-to-man combat hand-to-hand man-to-man i think the most gruesome way to die would be to be have a bayonet inserted in your chest or anywhere for that matter leg and i'd rather just take the bullet you know. What did
1: you think about the the scene though when Vince Vaughn is getting dragged and he's shooting as he's getting dragged? No, <laughs> you wanted all realistic that <laughs> is <laughs> that one was like
0: okay. Yeah. You had to add that one in. Yeah, that, that was pretty clever, but he's going through uh bumps and dirt and rocks. Yeah, I don't think that probably happened, but they had to add that for flavor. I'm sure they did. But I did I did think Vince Vaughn did a remarkably well remarkably well good job with that. Um, great movie. It puts you right in that battle, and I love movies that do that, kind of like the Titanic. It puts you on the deck of that ship. As, as, I liked when they showed the real guy, too, the footage. Yeah, when they talked to him that, afterward. That,
1: yeah. that was pretty amazing. And the real, all the real, you know, the people that were around still. Correct. That, that was powerful, too. Yep. Because it was cool because, I mean, he anywhere between 50 and 100 people he saved.
0: I thought and, they said it was about 99 people.
1: I've heard between 50 and 100, they settled on like 75. Okay, so they don't even have a count. My point is, no, because it's it's war. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not like everything is, you know, it's a, the fog of war they talk about where, you know, details change. But it's amazing, though, how many people he saved. Like, who would go back? I mean, you think of the average person, like, they're out of there? I mean, you have a natural self-preservation to take care of yourself. Right.
0: And this guy just kept going back and... Well, that's why it's, it's it's amazing. Well, it's like he was a comic book hero. I mean. He was a real superhero. A real superhero. I mean, yeah, the storyline is just absolutely phenomenal. And you look at that, That um, and of course, um, Mel Gibson always brings in the religious tones to all of his movies or most of them. And there is a prime example you talk about, well, I don't know if there's a God or not. I mean, just watch that movie. This guy was protected. The hand of God himself was there to help 90, what we're going to call it, 90 Human lives. And then
1: you show, they show the Japanese keep coming and keep coming. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people talk about Hiro, Hiroshima and Nagasaki dropping the bomb, that they wouldn't have surrendered. I mean, if we wanted to invade it, if we had to go to the main island of Japan, I mean, think of all the people that
0: would have died. Mm-hmm. They still, even after the bomb was dropped, didn't want to surrender. There was a huge coup that took place in the island of Japan. So it's, it's- But I wonder about nukes. What about them? Well, you talk about
1: the suitcase nukes. You've heard about that, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? But these small portable nukes that they're worried that are missing that people could use—small tactical nukes.
0: Didn't they used to call them dirty bombs? wasn't that the no. A
1: dirty bomb is just a radiological bomb where they use radioactive elements and they detonate it, and you get
0: you get just dirty. It's radioactive. Boy, not, I feel it, like I'm watching an episode of Discovery Channel with you every time you just I learn so much from you.
1: But there's the suitcase nukes, which are small suit the size of a suitcase nukes they're worried about they're hard to detect and they could bring them into a city. But I worry about little little known thing in the eighties. The fanny pack nukes, and, and God, if the <laughs> the fanny pack wasn't that a, wasn't that an awesome setup where I had to go all through that oh to get my into goodness. my fanny pack the, the fanny nukes.
0: Pack. Is there such a thing anymore as the fanny pack? Why was it the fanny pack? You're wearing
1: your you wearing your Genera shirt and your bugle boy bugle boy shorts, and you have your fanny pack. I'll detonate this fanny pack nuke.
0: But it was never anywhere near your fanny. Where does the name come from? Fanny May fanny pack. Where did we get the name Fanny out of that?
1: Well, I don't even know if they had one big enough to go around your fanny. <laughs> but movies, we watched a lot of trailers, too. So, we'll just real quick, what kind of rating do you give uh,
0: Hacksaw Ridge? Hmm, out of buggy wheel ratings, five is the best. For uh, You know, I never... I would well, th- s- this is as close to five as you're going to get. Yeah, this would, would be as close to five. I'd say four and a couple of spokes broken off the fifth wheel uh, rating. So, 475 I'll give it a four. Great movie.
1: Yeah. war. Great war movie. If you like war movies, you're going to like it. Mm-hmm. If you don't, it's you know, it's just your average war movie. I mean, it's not your average war movie, but it's a war movie. If you don't like war movies, then you're not going to like it. Now, we did hit up some uh, trailers. We were watching
0: It. Mm-hmm. The Stephen King movie, It. Looking forward to it. Coming out in September of 2017. The trailer pretty much resembles the actual movie they've got the little boy romping through the street loses his little paper uh sailboat into the sewer and when he looks down for it what should appear what should his wandering eyes see not tiny reindeer but the evil clown is going to be back now will that bring evil clowns again next year do you think well clowns are evil they are evil and they're
1: we can never get rid of the clowns because we know we We had the sightings, the evil clown sightings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now the reboot of It. But what's curious about It, you know how you always say, I'm trapped in the 80s? -hmm. Where did they put this new movie in? The original It was based in the 50s. Now it's in the 80s. Oh my gosh. They have the kids, you know, they always have the stereotype kids riding the bikes and they have the little, their glasses are too big. Once again, the
0: 80s. Nostradamus, you are. Just like that movie we watched on Netflix, Stranger Things. 80s. 80s wow interesting i did not know that as johnny Carson would say but it so it looks
1: like they kept pretty close to the original but they just changed the setting to the 80s we're looking forward to that it looks pretty cool it's pretty looks pretty, yeah, it looks pretty creepy Hmm. Yeah. what else
0: did we see well we saw you saw the deadpool one that looks pretty fun yeah we can talk about deadpool yeah. i love deadpool one i think it's gonna be tough to uh come even anywhere close to what they did with the first one um it, what you talked about it you said that all these new comic movies are dark and and um this
1: take themselves
0: too seriously yeah they take themselves too seriously and deadpool is not any of that it's 180 degrees away from a batman movie or what we've been grown accustomed to with batman and there's humor in there uh you can actually see him he's walking in broad daylight there's no smoke and darkness and and um, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And he's I, wearing a costume, which looks like in the comic book. Yeah, and he's making fun of himself, and um, where everybody else is taking themselves so serious. Yeah, no, I like Deadpool, looking real forward to that coming out. I think that's coming out in the fall of this year, or next year, that might be next year. But that would be on my must-see movies.
1: So his sense of humor, the, uh, the other trailer I did see was Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm, I saw that and, one also. And Spider-Man... Humor, The Friendly Neighborhood, of Spider-Man. It would be, be kind of cool if we get Ryan Reynolds to do it. It's not going to happen. But that, to me, would is more like a Spider-Man, like the Deadpool comedy. Like, he had jokes like that. And you remember the ultimate uh, 60s. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he had jokes like that, too.
0: Yeah, the cartoon version.
1: Exactly. He was yeah. wisecracking. Yeah. So I wish they could have took... The you know the Deadpool type character Spider Man and made that into I think that would have been badass.
0: Who would win Deadpool or Spider Man if they fought each other?
1: Well, Deadpool, the character they made in the comic books, he's so powerful, he's pretty yeah. much indestructible. Right. But that's the other thing too. A lot of times, you know, they they now it's like they make these characters too strong, mm-hmm. so you have to take them down a notch. I don't I don't know, but the Spider Man going back to Spider Man. I wish they could kind of – and it's the thing with Spider-Man, though, how many times are you going to reboot it? has been rebooted a million times in mm-hmm. different characters. But I like Spider-Man when I was a kid. I think it's a cool character. This new one, the costume is a little too – he looks like a gummy bear or something. I don't know. The colors are off to me. Well, I have to see, though, because a lot of times I watch – like I always bring back 300 trailer. Mm-hmm. The three hundred trailer, we will blot out the sun. It was just like so stereotype and cheesy looking. But when I actually watched the movie And then Iron Man
0: is working with him and Spider-Man, correct?
1: Yes. And is that's what it looks like in the trailer is like he's like his mentor and Spider Man's little
0: protege and wants to join the Avengers. And he wants but he in the trailer he actually wants to take the I'll have to take the costume back because Spider Man did something he wasn't supposed to, you know. But you look at Supernatural powers. What does Spider-Man offer? What does he offer the world? He can fly because he's got the webs. He can shoot a web at you, and, and but but other than that, he's pretty- but he. But you're a you're, you're trying to say that like saving
1: the world. Spider-Man was never about that. He was your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Good point. Yes, okay. he's just a guy that you know that you know that would take care of the the, the punks and stuff in the neighborhood. Superman is more of your. Okay. Saving the world type superhero, and that's what's cool about you know the universes, the characters in these universes. They have the the low level like Daredevil, pretty much almost human. You know he has the ability to, ability to you know his radar because he was he got hit by that radioactive truck, the sludge, and it causes blindness. But yep. it's, it's Spider Man too. You know they're on the lower end, and then you have yeah. the the super, the mega superheroes like Superman and the Hulk and. So I think there's room for all of it. Different characters, like just like Luke Cage, too. Right. In in the comic books, he was hero for hire. He was just a street guy, you know.
0: Yeah, but he was indestructible too. I mean, he he was. Uh, you could shoot him; nothing would happen.
1: But my point is, you know, there's there's variations. There's levels. Not everyone has to, you know. Not everybody has to save the world. Correct. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you look at it like that, yeah, I agree with you. So.
1: And there's another uh, movie called uh, that came a uh, trailer Valerian. Did you see that trailer? I did not. It's. Did you see the Fifth Element? Powerful Bruce Willis movie. You may have seen it. Your memory is shot.
0: Boy, that's a long time ago too, isn't it? What's the one where I see dead people? That wasn't that one, was it? The Sixth it? Sense. The, okay. This is a. Num- Why do you is... numbers and everything? You know, I didn't. No, you know, I did not see the Fifth Element then. This is a sci-fi movie. Okay. But
1: very reminiscent of type characters, very colorful. And it's another one that it looks very stereotypical, but it's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy very in that vein now that the color is in in the cinematography, but it looks cool. I'm looking forward to that one. It's one that I really can't
0: make up my mind. These trailers are not fair. Do you think there's too many now? We're just being bombarded by these superheroes, and not any of them are, I mean... Back in the day, you didn't have. Remember the first Superman movie ever? It came out, and everybody thought that was like epic. You know, um, the theme was epic. Well, the John Williams. Epic. Yeah. Why? Why can't they bring that theme back?
1: Right. I mean, with Star Wars, that's half the movies here. Exactly. You know, he gets you going. I mean, the the theme to Superman. Fanfare. We. I need fanfare. <laughs> I mean the the way that song built, it's epic. Yeah, they need that, and that's the other thing with Superman now. It, the soundtracks are horrible on these shows. Yeah,
0: no, that's a valid point. But, but again, this,
1: but this Valerian is is sci fi. It's not superhero. It's more in the vein of Guardians of the Galaxy. When is that coming out? It's coming out soon. I don't know. On my powerful notes here, I didn't scribble that who's down.
0: It? Can I ask who's in it? Is Bruce Willis in it?
1: No, it looks like. Uh, Actors that, you know, not real big names. Okay. Yep.
0: Not an ensemble.
1: If it is, it's people that I'm not
0: familiar with. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're, we're reaching a, point, a breaking point. Of there's just too many um, superheroes and, and fighting the villains. And we got them coming at it. Gardens of the Galaxy, Superman versus uh, Batman, Batman Lego movie. I mean, in the last year, it seems like that's kind of the trend right now is the, the comic book type movie. And maybe there's just too much. But the numbers will reveal Yeah, but you had Hacksaw Ridge. What about it? That wasn't comic books. That wasn't sci-fi. I'm simply saying, maybe there's too much of that coming at us. Right now, every week, there's a new Garden of the Galaxy or the Assassin's Creed is coming out. I mean, maybe there's too much of that. And there's not really much difference between one versus the other, good versus evil. Is it reaching a saturation point, is what I'm saying. If you're a comic book lover... Probably not. If you're the person they're trying to get, the millennial or the Generation X, I don't know. Does it attract you to go to the movie to watch that? That's- but it's summer, so coming up for summer blockbusters, too.
1: I mean, those, you got to have those type of movies. And I was, I was doing some more powerful thinking about Top Gun, too. We need to make that happen. Top Gun 2 would be awesome. Would you want Tom Cruise back? Of course. Yeah. Tom Cruise would, would be a teacher in the Top Gun school. Oh, they would be a good yeah. yeah. And Val Kilmer has to be in it, the Iceman.
0: What would Iceman do, do you think? What I mean? don't know,
1: but he doesn't like him. He's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's right, Iceman. I am
1: dangerous. Great movie. And uh, here's the deal, too. Yeah. They need to pay for the soundtrack whatever Kenny Loggins wants. I mean, I'll, I'll take my money
0: right now, Kenny Loggins. He needs to do the soundtrack. See, that worked for you because you're an 80s guy? Hollywood is always looking at dumbass. The next dumb generation. dumbass. It. Where is the the movie It set in
1: the eighties? Where is Stranger Things? The Eighties. People love the eighties. I understand that, but they're yes, not. No, their they soundtrack love the eighties.
0: Is not based on the movie. The soundtrack for Top Gun made that movie, no doubt. Yes, it was a big part of that. Kenny movie. Kenny Loggins. Well, think about I'm, I'm All Right for. You bring out, Yeah, now you bring those same that same song out. Now it's a different you've got they look for the young people to come to the movie theater. They don't know those songs. So they want to have them sexy and cool and No,
1: no. Kenny Loggins, pay him whatever he wants. Kenny Loggins does the soundtrack for Top Gun 2. I mean, the playing with the boys, danger zone. Tell me when Danger Zone comes on. You don't crank it up. Well, that's and of course- drive like eight hundred miles an hour. Yeah,
0: but we are all fans of Tom Cruise. We saw him in Risky Business. We saw him in the when he played football at Ampipe High. We were metal, both-
1: metal under tension, yeah. begging you to touch and go. Come on, yeah, it doesn't get better than that.
0: Well, I mean, it's it's good, but we're, you know, I mean, they again, Hollywood wants to attract Ute.
1: No. Yes. So, um, Kenny Loggins does the soundtrack. We have.
0: Val Kilmer and there. We have Tom Cruise. Powerful. Top Gun 2. Well, there's your 80s. I mean, it doesn't shock me that you'd want to go back to that. But
1: I'm going to end this show on a good note. Top Gun 2, make it happen. Johnny Rage, welcome back. I'm sorry you had to be shunned, but you did it to yourself.
0: I'm leaving like a wrecking ball, and I'll see you next time.
1: <laughs> Hello, friends, and goodbye. Thank you for listening to this powerful episode. We really appreciate it. Please help us out. Please get the word out. Please tell a friend about this powerful episode. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine podcast. The Amish Baby Machine podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app, available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish Machine and visit our webpage, www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved.